This podcast is brought to you by iMedX Australia and New Zealand, leaders in dictation and medical transcription workflow solutions. iMedX offers a free setup of transcription solutions for PodMD listeners. Today I'd like to welcome to the PodMD studio Dr. Dixon Wern. Dixon is a urological surgeon. His special interests include robotic surgery, urological cancer, and benign prostatic enlargement. Today we'll be discussing the topic of PSA, free to total ratio. We do hope that you enjoy this podcast, but please remember that the advice given here is of a general nature and is not intended as specific advice about any given patient. The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are those of the doctor, not of PodMD. If you do have a patient on whom you require specific advice, then please seek that advice from a colleague with appropriate expertise in that area. Dixon, thank you for talking with us again today on PodMD. Oh, once again, thanks for having me. The topic of today's discussion is free-to-total PSA testing. Our listeners might like to know that Dixon has also done a podcast on the imperfect art of the PSA test, so if you'd like more context, listen to that one first. Otherwise, Dixon, can you go ahead and describe for our listeners what the free-to-total PSA ratio actually is? Yeah, so when PSA is produced by the prostate cells, it's actually bound to a protein. This is similar to the pancreatic enzyme. Most of us are aware of trypsinogen. And then when it's released into the gastrointestinal tract, it becomes trypsin. So the protein-bound PSA will be processed and then secreted into the ejaculated duct in the free form, which is called a free PSA. So therefore, the total PSA is basically the total of free PSA plus the protein-bound PSA. And what is the importance of testing the free to total PSA ratio? As I mentioned in my previous talk, the PSA is an imperfect art. It's not that specific and it's not that sensitive. So previously, many other tests have been designed to improve the specificity of PSA testing in particular when the PSA is between four and 10. So PSA free to total ratio is one of them. It has been shown to be able to improve the accuracy of PSA testing in detecting prostate cancer. So we know when the free to total PSA is more than 25%, the risk of a man having prostate cancer is one in 10. When the free to total is less than 10%, half of the men will be diagnosed with prostate cancer. So should we include a free-to-total test each time we order a PSA? Uh, I don't think PSA free-to-total ratio need to be included in every single PSA testing. But if the PSA is more than three and in your follow-up PSA testing, then you should include a free-to-total PSA. And the reason is that the MRI scan will get funded if free-to-total is abnormal when the PSA is above three. Right. And when is an MRI funded in this situation? Unfortunately, right now, to qualify for the MBS-funded MRI scan, patients have to have specific criteria, and also the request has to be coming from a urologist or a radiation oncologist. And the specific criteria include the PSA and also the PSA-free to total ratio and also family history and patient age. The specific criteria are abnormal digital rectal examination, PSA of more than three or more than two if they have family history and also with a free to total ratio of less than 25%. Dixon, thanks again for your time here today in the PodMD studio. 
Just to sum things up for us, could you please identify three key take-home messages from your podcast today on PSA, free-to-total ratio? Uh, So take-home message number one is PSA free-to-total ratio can improve the accuracy of PSA testing in detecting prostate cancer. Uh, Secondly, it is one of the criteria that is used for MBS-funded MRI scanning. And thirdly, you should consider adding free-to-total PSA to patients' PSA testing if the PSA is more than three. Dixon, thanks again for your time in explaining the free-to-total PSA ratio. Thanks for having me again.